Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Two Incredible Habits. Intentional people have specific habits in their life that cause them to reach their goals in their life, whether it's personal, spiritual, family. Intentional people live in the time quadrant of important and non-urgent proactivity, investment. And we're all learning how to do that. We want to stay out of the non-important and urgent time quadrant. And I want to give you two habits today. I've talked about these before. If you're a regular listener to my podcast, but I'll go a little deeper into them, come at it from a different angle. For others of you, this is going to be new. So here's the, the two incredible habits. One is attaching faith to the decisions that we make. And two is to purpose to be the biggest encourager in every environment that we're in. This first one of attaching faith to the decisions that we make is a catalytic force. I used to say, I can't wait until I do something great for you, Lord. He said, instead of waiting to do something great, why don't you attach great faith to what you're doing right now and it will become great. 2 Corinthians 9, 7, but each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. I've done a podcast on God loves a cheerful decider because the principle that is here in 2 Corinthians 9-7 is much bigger than finances, even though it applies to finances. And so I'm on a journey in my life of noting areas that I'm doing reluctantly under compulsion. That means I'm doing it because I feel I have to do it, but I don't want to do it. Or I'm on a journey of finding things that I'm doing passively. That which I do passively, I'm basically waiting to see what happens, to see if there's going to be a good result. But the third way we can do what we do is through faith. And every time that we attach faith to something that we're doing, it produces energy, cheerfulness, and power. And so cheerfulness is, cheerfulness is one of the evidences that we have attached faith to the decisions that we've made. As we apply this in two key areas of our lives, it's revolutionary. As we apply it to our time commitments, that which we invest in, whether it's our family relationships, whether it's our job, whether it's a ministry, meetings we attend, things that we do with friends. Every time that we attach faith, and what I mean by attaching faith is that we believe that this activity is going to have significant, long-term, positive impact. That's what it means to do something in faith, that there's going to be a good result of me doing this. 
And I've talked to you about, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll say, this is going to be the best day of my life yet. I'm attaching faith to the day. Now, not every day is the best day of my life yet, but it, it increases the percentage chances that I will have the best day yet dramatically when I say it. Before every meeting I do, almost every one, I'll say these words out loud, whether just to myself or somebody with me, this is going to be a great meeting. 2021 is going to be a great year. If I was passive, I would wait until the end of the year to, to give my analysis of whether it was a great, but we're not passive people, we're faith people. And when we attach faith to our activities and to our commitments, I'll say it again, we get energy, power, and cheerfulness. Another area where we attach faith to is in our financial commitments. We all have at times unexpected bills. We have financial commitments. Maybe we've made mistakes in our finances that we regret and we're trying to pay off debt. Maybe we've had things happen unexpectedly that have put us in a position where we're have, having to pay money for something that we do not want to pay money for. Now, I believe that we need to face those things. We need to face financial commitments that we do not like in our lives. <laughs> and attach faith that we got to decide, am I going to do this or not? If we're going to do it, if we believe we're supposed to do it, I mean, paying off a bill, if we owe money to somebody, we need to do it. And I believe that doing that reluctantly or under compulsion is a habit that we can't keep with where we're going. So I want you to do an experiment with finances that you are spending or maybe an unexpected financial expense that you have to pay or something that costs more than you thought. I want you to nail down whether you're going to pay it or not. And if you are going to pay it, then do an experiment and attach faith to it and say, thank you, Lord. I believe I'm supposed to do it. I believe this is part of a process of blessing, whether it's your taxes, the government, or whoever you're paying it to. But also, more importantly, it's a process in me where I'm building the muscle of attaching this incredible habit of faith to what I'm doing. Now, let's go to the second one. That one is worth by the way, the whole podcast right there, because even as I'm sharing that, I'm getting rocked. God's taking me to a higher level. The other area is encouragement. It's an incredible habit to be an encourager of others. It's one of my primary callings. In my most recent bio that I've done, I say Steve Backlin is an encourager. It's the first thing I put in the list because I believe, first of all, it's one of the most important habits we can have. And secondly, it is not only going to benefit the people that we're encouraging, but as we focus on encouraging others, it, it actually creates in us a more prosperous soul, which is vital to experiencing the release of abundance for our lives. It says in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, it says these words, Let us consider one another to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, 
as is the manner of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So Hebrews 10, 24 says, let us consider one another. Now, I believe the key phrase or the key thought when we consider one another is to ask ourselves the question, what do I like about this person? And even people that we may have difficulty with, most people's negative qualities is usually an immature aspect of a positive quality in their life. And when we ask the question, what do I like about this person? It positions our heart to actually see them. Now, the encouragement, emphasis in our life will cause people to feel seen by us, feel known by us, appreciated by us. And that is going to deepen our relationship, is going to deepen our influence in people's lives. What do I appreciate? What do I like about them? Now, uh, let's laugh at this lie. God loves you, but he does not like you. <laughs> Great leaders not only love people, they like people. And so this says in verse 25, and encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. We are to go out in a blaze of encouragement. Whatever you believe the day is, it's approaching. It's approaching. And every year, as we have this habit of encouragement, every year there's grace on us to increase it. One of my daily habits is that I tell at least one person, I'll write to them, and I will tell them three things I admire and appreciate about them. Three things I admire and appreciate about them. And it's just so powerful, and I do usually more than one. Healthy people have their eyes looking upward and outward. Healthy people see God, see other people. And I believe this, that the people in our lives are one encouragement away from a tipping point. I believe this, that there's people around us, especially even those who are closest to us in our family, that they need to hear from us what we appreciate about them specifically. Many of you are involved in prophetic cultures. You're in churches that prophesy where people will be praying over you and they'll, they'll share with you what they see on your life, what your gifting is, and the greater things that you're going to be doing in the future. And I love that. But prophetic cultures also need encouragement. And I believe encouragement is the foundation of a prophetic culture because if we're just prophesying and telling people what they're going to do rather than telling them who we see them as in thanksgiving, admiration, and appreciation, then sometimes our prophetic ministry becomes uh, almost disconnected to a heart connection with the people. And so an incredible habit is to encourage Often leadership teams are tired because they're not encouraging each other. We would put people on the hot seat on our teams and we'd say, hey, let's take five minutes to say what we appreciate about Bill. Someone start off, five, ten minutes. And it's amazing what that does to bond the team, to, to give energy. And again, most tiredness is spiritual, not physical. And I'm giving you two keys today. When we attach faith to what we do, we get energy. 
when we create an, a culture of encouragement around us, it gives us energy. So who do you need to encourage? Who do you need to send a text to? Who do you need to f do a voice message to right now? Wow, leaders need to be encouraged. Peers need to be encouraged. People you're leading need to be encouraged. They need to feel seen by you. Hey, I love these two habits. Habit number one, we attach faith to the decisions that we're making. Habit number two, we are a radical encourager of others. So glad you listened to today's podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. By the way, February 17th, I said wrong on earlier ones. I said the 14th, but it's February 17th, 2021. We're starting our annual negativity fast and positivity feast. It's going to be great. You can find out about that. Go to our website, ignitinghope.com or uh, Igniting Hope Facebook for that. It's a 40-day mini Renewing the Mind School. We've got three levels, a free level where you get an email every day with a lie to fast and a truth to feast on. You got a $35 level, which has that level one, but also video content for every day, a free PDF of our book, Igniting Faith in 40 Days, which is the foundation of the fast and feast plus other resources. And then we have a $180 level where you not only get level one and two, but you get three sessions with an Igniting Hope Belief Trainer online, Zoom, Skype, whatever, where you have meetings where you're able through the fast, have that interaction to get the truths of the fast specifically applied to you. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And we're here at Igniting Hope to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> in a more convenient season, joy, I will call for you. For most of us, we're maybe facing some emotional challenges, relational challenges, uncertainty for the future, negative news in the media, disappointments. All of us at some level are facing those. But I need joy now. I need to stir it up now. I'm going to delight myself in the Lord today, and I release over you the delighting yourself in the Lord impartation. Hey, if you like these podcasts, tell somebody else. Blessings from Steve at Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.